Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Tiki Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Westcott. Episode 36 Five Ways with Google Forms starts now. and welcome to this episode of the 10 Minute Techie. There's been a bit of a hiatus from me for the last month. We've had school holidays and we are back ready for term two at time of recording. And why not kick off your term two with using Google Forms in the classroom? So I've got five exciting ways that you can use Google Forms in the classroom today, which we're going to go through. As you know, with Google Forms, it's part of the Google Workspace, the old G Suite. They've renamed it recently. And it's a pretty versatile tool once you've got some tools and ideas up your sleeve with it. So let's get into it. So number one is the old survey. What forms are kind of normally used for, right? But the way that you could use the survey in your classroom is that you could create a form that gains some feedback from your students. So it could be feedback about how the lesson went, how they're feeling, topics they want to explore, that sort of thing. I find this really useful if I'm kind of wanting to assess what I've done with students or even assess some of their understanding or even gain some student voice around what they want to do in the classroom. Number two is a quiz. So making a quiz within Google Forms to assess student understanding. So there's a great mode that's in Google Forms, which is the quiz mode. So if you go into the settings and toggle the quiz mode on, you can uh, create an answer key that goes with the questions and you can also um, allocate points towards that as well. Pretty cool because then what Google Forms has the ability to do is create a spreadsheet, a sheet, uh, which has all of the answers and the timestamp and everything on it too. So it's a great kind of pre-assessment, midway kind of assessment, end of assessment, or just a general, getting a general understanding of what your students have learnt. Number three is using uh, Google Forms to create a story, a pick-a-path story. What's quite cool about this one is that you can use the uh, sections to create parts of the story and students can create stories around how the ending works essentially so in the form description you could have the story and then the questions could be how the story then progresses and depending on the answer could lead to different sections I've seen this used in some pretty cool ways it is a bit tricky so recommended maybe for your older students and it takes a little bit of planning and forethought behind it as well but a pretty cool way to use google forms Number four is a group sorter. I used this when I was teaching uh, 10, 11 year olds and we were doing mixed ability reading groups. So what I did was I got them to choose the stories they wanted to read. And then what this did is based on their choices, it automatically sorted them into groups on my spreadsheet. So the students that had chosen the same books to read, I could then collate into one group. So you could use this to create groups based on topics or interests or whatever you so wish uh, with Google Forms. Number five, permission slips. I know, right? Sounds a bit crazy, but for me, it was such a game changer, especially when I was teaching uh, coming up to camp. 
So permission slips for camp, you know, you've got your health and safety, you've got your dietary requirements, you've got all sorts of things that you need to gain some information on. And we found that it was quite hard to then get all the paper forms back for 100 students and then sort through them, find the information we needed. So we used Google Forms that we sent out to the parents and we got all the information we needed sorted beautifully into a sheet. So it saved a lot of time, a lot of effort, and then we could see really clearly who had filled in the form and uh, who was missing. So I highly recommend uh, trying out Google Forms for permission slips. So my top three tips with Google Forms, which can come in really handy, there's a couple of ways that it can kind of trap young players, if you like. So my first one is sharing a Google Form. So don't like, like in a Google Doc, you can take the URL. Don't do that in a Google Form because what you will do is you will share the link that is the editing version, okay? So the way you need to find the link is through the share button. So if you go into share, you will find the option to email it, but then there's a link option and that's the link you want to take. <laughs> Seen that one trip people up in the past and it can have disastrous results if you send the editing link out to 100 people and they are all madly trying to fill in this form but are editing it. So make sure you take the link from the share button um, option. Number two, use the multimedia space. So. In Google Forms, you can add pictures and videos, which I think is really quite cool. So it means you could make a form on a topic or on a video and then ask some questions about comprehension uh, or understanding. Uh, you can kind of make your form more interesting with some pictures. Really great for visual learners and really great um, to add in that other sense that you can't get through, say, a worksheet or something like that. So using the multimedia space in there on the questions can be can make your form even cooler. <laughs> Number three, this last tip out there is for the more techie among us, but listen up, may come in handy. So once you create your sheet, which has the results of your survey or your quiz or your whatever and your form in it, you can use the conditional formatting within sheets to sort answers. And I used to love this because it meant that I could basically conditional format so I could see my groups really clearly when I was doing my reading sorting, but I could also see answers. So let's take, for example, the permission slip. Say you want to do dietary requirements and you've got yes, no, and then uh, you can right click at the top of the form column conditional format and then you can put in takes a little bit of fiddling around with but basically any any answer that has the word yes in it could go yellow the cell could go yellow or any answer that has the word no in it could go blue and then what's brilliant about that is it does it automatically once you've set up that conditional formatting so that any new results that come in will automatically turn yellow or blue based on yes or no which means visually you can just see over your form and see Here's my yeses, here's my noes, which I just think comes in really handy if you're trying to sort through a whole lot of information. And then you can sort them, obviously, at the top of the column to go right to the top as well. So that's a little challenge for you if you're wanting to supersize how you use forms and then sheets as well. Cool bananas, well that's it for this week in our Google Forms. Hopefully you can find something in there that'll either supersize what you're already doing or complement what you're already doing in your classroom. Check out Google Forms. 
If you would like to find some more interesting ideas to use Google Forms, there's a couple of links in the show notes. You can find the show notes at bit.ly slash show notes. Just type that into your URL box or find it in the description and find out a little bit more about Google Forms. All right, team, looking forward to term two. Let's do this. All right, kaki anoa. The 10 Minute Techie podcast is kindly supported by Digital Circus, a Ministry of Education, professional learning and development provider working with schools all over New Zealand, specialising in digital technologies. Find us at www.digitalcircus.org.nz.